We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. All right. Well, LJ here along with my brother Tyler. Hello. And always Slazis. And we're going to make voices for the other two. And Donahue, I'm too busy studying. I'm Dave. Yeah, they're not here. (laughs) They're lame. Um, So today's episode, Shelter Me. Great Mm, name. mm. Let's get ready for this summary from IMDb. So remember, I don't write these summaries. IMDb does because, yeah. (laughs) Um, During a violent tropical storm... Two escaped convicts shoot Garner and leave him to die. They then break into the Baywatch headquarters and take everyone hostage. Captain Thorpe tries out for a radio surf reporter. Yes. That, that does happen. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> that does happen. That is it. <laughs> uh, so, first off, let's talk about this storm. First of all, I just want to point out from the synopsis, as you can tell, none of this is going to have to do with watching the bay or rescuing anybody from the ocean. No. I think the only person in this episode who's closest to actually being on Baywatch duty is Garner, who's actually on the beach yeah, for his, he, one of his scenes. He, he's, he's one of the people who's not stuck indoors. So, yes. <laughs> and he's not even a lifeguard. He's a cop. He makes a point of telling us that every episode, that yes. he hates the beach. Yes, and he's the only one that does <laughs> anything beach-related. Um, so... I guess maybe I don't know my weather. I mean, I do know I live here in California, but... We get tropical storms all the time. Yeah, I was wondering, yeah. when do we get tropical storms? Uh, It said it was the worst one in eight years, so apparently every eight <laughs> every years, years we get crazy tropical storms. I've lived here longer than that, and I can't recall one ever. Yeah, I don't... I mean, but we don't live on the bay. That's true. We don't have that's that bay true. life. Yeah, I guess when I ever I see tropical storms hitting... Uh, the United States. I don't really see California mentioned no, a lot. No, it's a lot of Florida and oh, like man. Gulf area, Hawaii maybe. <laughs> yeah, but this was board up the window windows, shelter in place storm. Yeah. Well, it depends. It's like that if you are in certain places. If you're if you're at Baywatch headquarters, but if you're at Mitch's house. It's fine. The tarp is covering the hole the tarp, in the yeah, roof, yeah. and the you're tarp, fine. The tarp you is covering the hole in the roof, and you have a few pots to catch not, a few raindrops. You can hole just, in the roof, yeah. missing like roof, fifty square feet of roof. But you're totally fine, and you can just flirt with Jenny Lewis. Yeah, yeah that's Jenny Lewis and the Watson Twins, or Rilo Kiley, whichever one, whichever one you prefer. Jenny and Johnny is actually my favorite. Uh, no, okay, well, I mean, we're just going through all of her, <laughs> yeah. or just watch. Uh, what is it? Uh, True Beverly Hills? Is that what she's in? She's in that and um, the Wizard, the the, uh, the no. Nintendo movie, right? But um, but the, the the Power Glove movie, yeah, yeah. And when they showed Mario three for the first time, yeah, cool, cool, right? Good job, Jenny Lewis. <laughs> Um, so we have the main story of the convicts, but let's focus on what every other character is doing. I think let's focus. We already talked, we already brought up Hobie in the house, Mitch's house with no roof. Yeah. Pretty much what I've learned during tropical storms is all people do is hook up with each other. Yeah. Because he hooks up with Jenny Lewis or whatever happens. Well, there. they don't actually, she gives him a kiss on the cheek. Well, that's, I mean, that's all... the most action he gets. She, she but there's wants... lots of eyes being made. She wants to be held because she's scared. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he doesn't like sit closer and put his arm around her. And it's she... like a full on hug. Okay. And I mean, and she cool. she definitely leads the way too because she's the one who's like, I don't want to go home. Like, yeah. Like he was Hobie's like, should we call your parents? And she's like, no, they'll just make me go home. And then he like, you can like hear him gulp like, <laughs> yeah. So we have that, which pretty much is just, I think, only in there to waste time because nothing happens there. Nothing. Because, I mean, I mean, I guess Hobie's a character, but it's not like he's developing a relationship with another main character. They need they need to fill yeah. time because this episode only has one montage. It does. Yes. And which we'll get to. We can talk about that next. The, the there's other not two, a whole lot you can do with this plot. The other two yeah. people who are trapped together are Eddie and Shawnee. Yes. Who, I mean, already at the very beginning... I even wrote down, I'm confused about their relationship. Because Why were they trapped together in the first place? From the beginning, it looked like they were dating each other, they, practically. She was coming episode. over, I think it was like the first time they were hanging out, because the, the last episode's the one with like the abusive boyfriend right. or whatever. I was just saying, and they, so then, they, like, she, like, in that episode, she mentions that, like, that he's cute or whatever. And so then right. they were, like, hanging out, and they had food and movies, and Gina was going to cook right. and they were gonna hang out and watch movies and he gets Tweety and Sylvester. Oh, but then Gina laughed to go Be spontaneous. Be spontaneous. Be spontaneous with Craig. Yeah. yeah. That's so right. um so they got stuck alone. So they so, got stuck alone and then they're like And then I think I think they make it through like ten minutes before they just start making out. Mm-hmm. They they kiss like in the kitchen, I think she kisses him. And then we enter the making out montage. Well, okay, the montage, the best thing about this montage is it features things that have not happened yet. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're romantically walking on the beach, which they have or not... maybe right. they have. Well, well but no, because they were making out on the beach, so it was like a dream sequence right. slash right. montage, because right. it also did include... Other, other, things, other things, things of, like, yeah. the past episodes. <laughs> or it was But then they had this brand new scene that we had never seen before of them, like, Walking on the beach and she's wearing like like a white has, dress. Like, yeah, it's like white like like they were out at something nice because it was like a nice white dress. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe it, it was foreshadowing. It's it's just. It I was hope just silly. I hope that scene shows up <laughs> in one of the next episodes. They're also, gonna have to like reuse the shot because everything they do is. <laughs> I think we need to start getting, um, drops for this podcast where we do like montage alerts and we have a nice little alarm that goes off Ooh, yeah. so we can just we could just pew, pew, montage so we could. Dissect the montage to really go into the fact that yes, once again, so they, they're making out in Craig's house because that's where Eddie lives, is in his apartment right. or whatever. Which I still don't quite get that apartment it's a either. Loft or because the elevator goes straight to their yeah, door. Yeah. I know. Which makes it really creepy. And to the me. stairs, the stairs, and they're really unique. Like the way they're built, no good. They're yeah. built out of an erector set. Well, I don't know what it I'd is. I still weird me out that you could go up the elevator and you're just in their place. Does that mean anyone could go up? You probably have to you have a key you to probably stop have to have it a key to, Yeah. Because yeah. there are buildings like that. Yeah. I only ever see them in movies because we don't... Apparently they have them in wherever movies. Malibu. Well, it's, a, it's the same place. Yeah. I was thing. working on a high-end apartment complex in the penthouse. When you walk out, you're in the penthouse. Right. But if your key, your key card only lets you to that point. So Craig lives in the penthouse. We get this now. Yes. Yes. So um, I just it. love the fact that they go from making out there to all of a sudden, like... I was ready when the montage first started to see them, like, is it going to go through their whole future? Because I was going to show them on the beach, yeah. walking, and I was like, oh, I hope the next one's like, them with children. And, <laughs> and I was just waiting. I was like, 
But no, then they, they did they did like three flashbacks to previous episodes of, of them like flirting with each other yeah. and, and escaping a, a, an exploding building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the all the things that they've done together. <laughs> uh but yeah, sadly, only one I think only one real montage this episode. Yeah, that's it. They replaced the rest of the montage time with either Hobie and Jenny Lewis or Gardner just walking very slowly. Or or or, or I think there was about fifteen minutes of Gardner walking around. <laughs> Let's not forget Captain Thorpe hanging out with Trevor for some reason at a radio oh, yeah. at the radio station deciding who's gonna be a surf reporter. Yes. He did do that. Yeah, because to, to, which, to which all the, all that added was nothing. Was we had a guy who had no idea that Trevor was Australian and and says that he's British. He and, says, "God save the Queen." Yes. And, and, yeah. and we learned that Captain Thorpe used to be an awesome surfer. Yeah, and knew some random Australian <laughs> surfer guy that Trevor grew up idolizing. You, you know they have surf. You could like watch the world surfing, but you have to stream it and all that stuff. And I don't know. I don't really? get competition, com- competitive surfing really. I don't know. I mean, you like, like you have so much time to get cool waves, but I don't know. It just seems weird. What do you do when the waves suck? I don't get it. But <laughs> you, know, you lose. Yeah, it's like, oh man, the waves suck today. We all just suck at surfing today. Mother Nature foiled me again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, so now we could. I think. I mean, since all the other storylines. Other than Eddie and Shawnee, which is obviously going to now develop into an ongoing story arc of their relationship. But everything else outside of the main story arc... I mean, Hobie and Captain Thorpe were extremely pointless. and only in here to like, oh, crud, our contract says Captain Thorpe needs more screen time. Can we talk Uh, about how random the convicts were, though? Talk about no lead-up. Like, how how are we going to put this plot in? I don't know, let's just... Let's open just, up to them let, shooting him. Let's just have Gardner going, hey guys! Okay, okay. first of all, these... So there's a storm, and Gardner's out clearing the beach to make sure that nobody gets like a normal, Like a normal oh, yeah. cop. Yeah, By the way, the whole do. time yeah. all this is going on, there is still the tropical storm that's locking everybody into right, their Right, so during this time, Shawnee and Eddie are stuck in a house. Yeah. Hobie and <laughs> Jenny Lewis are stuck in a house. So Gardner, Thorpe and Trevor are stuck at a radio station. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody else is in the... In Baywatch headquarters. Yes. And so um, Gardner's clearing the beach. Yeah. And he sees these homeless people. He tells them they gotta go. Well, And then he walks under the pier and he sees what he thinks is a homeless guy that kind of hides behind a pole. And he's like, come on, man. We gotta go. There's a storm. And the guy doesn't move. And he goes, come on, man. We really gotta go. And this man turns out from around the pole and shoots him. Yeah. And that's it. And yeah, that's, that's all it, you yeah. get. That's all, the whole point. And he just goes face learned- down... And Forever. the other criminal just tells him why'd how dumb he is. Yeah. Like, why'd you shoot him? Okay. And then he said, oh, and gosh. then the weird, the little, the weird little rat guy in the like turtleneck or whatever. Yeah. Is the, the, the little guy. Yeah. yeah. There's, 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 he's, he's just, just like that cop was staring at me. He recognized, he recognized me. There's two comics. It's like, there's no way he recognized you. A normal you were one behind a pole for so long. There's the normal convict, and then there's the short, <laughs> creepy convict who's extremely paranoid about. Everything. Yeah. And why why are they under the pier? They can't go anywhere. So evidently the storm is so bad that after they shoot Gardner, they go to a shelter in place and they go to the beach bathroom. And yeah. they yeah. just hang out in the where, beach where, bathroom where Mitch with a homeless or, guy. With or homeless someone guy. picks them up. Yep. So then Mitch goes by. Craig, Craig, Craig and Eddie. Or Craig, Craig and Eddie. Yeah. I was like, They're cl- no, yeah. Eddie's in the house. Oh, no. That's right. Eddie's in the house. Craig, yeah, Craig sorry. and Mitch. So yeah. they go clear the bathrooms. Like, come on, guys. 
and they agree to go. So now the convicts and Mitch and everybody are stuck in Baywatch headquarters. And instead of just playing it cool, this paranoid convict, just every every decision you made, I was like, man, no wonder you get caught. You don't know how to just keep a low profile. They think you're yeah. homeless. Just pretend like you're yeah, homeless. I forget who or why, but... Oh, oh, I remember. One of the phones upstairs went out, and then Jill was just like, oh, I think it might just be the, like, the 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 main, like, phone hub or whatever. Yeah, she I'll called the, the switchboard. Down, I'll use the downstairs phone. Right. So she just goes down there to call somebody completely different, and weird little rat boy guys, like... Like, oh, you're trying to call the cops, and he, like, just decides to try and choke her to death? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's like, I guess maybe, well, it's hard. I, I, would, I would argue against him, but I guess there's this point, is that this Baywatch crew is like the police. So most likely they do have all the wanted posters up so they know who, do, and they probably are hunting these guys. <laughs> I just, like, they never even tell us what they did. Oh, they did. At one oh, point. oh, that's right. They do. Gardner says that they're wanted for murder or yeah. whatever. Well, it makes sense because when, got... when Mitch is doing his his great one sided phone call acting. Yes. Oh, so <laughs> so the... what, can we go back to Gardner though? So they shoot him, <laughs> and he falls face down in the sand, and the waves are just like when you put your feet in the water, and there's maybe like an inch or two coming back and forth, are just gently kind of going underneath him and splashes some water on his face. But then they cut back to Baywatch headquarters, and the palm trees are about to blow over. There's 20-foot waves. Eventually one does blow over. <laughs> it's yeah. a massive storm. They cut back to Gardner under the pier. It's somehow under the pier is Buko sheltered. It's because it's, yeah. The waves yeah. are just kind of... He's not getting thrown around at all. He he's, lays, only, he's honestly, the waves are... He probably okay. laid there for 20 minutes. There was this stupid game we would play called The Waiting Game. I, we were really smart in high school. Hmm. Um, when we would do Beach Day Wednesdays. And we would just... In the summer, we'd go, and one of the stupid games we played at the beaches, we would all sort of just go, you know, where the where the water's coming up and down, and just stand there and see how long you could stand there without before you fall, as the sand slowly just keeps like being taken away from under That's your feet. A, yeah, it's stupid game. So it is stupid yeah, game. it is. I, it's great, guys. Everyone should play. I'm turning it into a competitive sport. It'll be on right before surfing. Oh, and, okay. and well, you can when, watch when it, you're when you're streaming it on your like weird app. So yeah. after, after yeah, on, on the surfing on the, on an app that only yeah. is only owned by the surfing league and, so, and the and the waiting game league. So they show Gardner like gently waterboarded. Well, right, but then they show him like they show him like wake up. Yeah, and then he just ro- my note literally says Gardner wakes up. Never mind, he just rolled over. Well, oh, and then looks- they cut back away from him. Is it- like he is the replacement for montages. They're just like, all right, we've shown enough of this other stuff. Uh, Garner, do something. He does. Uh, he rolls up. over. Oh, okay. He wakes up after like twenty minutes of gentle waterboarding, and he does crawl a little bit, and then he's on his back. Yeah, but then and the then next cut, the next cut, he's and he's back on his face. <laughs> it's you know what? He's why did you roll back over? <laughs> you know how it is. I mean, we're all married. You know, there's that time. It's, it's the rough waves. Yeah. Yeah. We don't see them, but they we'll flipped see. him back. Over. They did. You know, they, pretty much is all they did. All he did realistically. It's just instead he's on the beach with waves rather than just in a bed where he decides to roll over and grab the blanket a little bit and then yep, that's twenty minutes later goes like you know what actually it's better no, on the other side better yeah. this way. <laughs> and then he eventually does he breaks into the lifeguard tower 
With the with the uh, he shoots the, the lock like ten times. The typical to get it open. <laughs> shoot the lock open, which obviously never works, but clearly it does. Okay. Well, but it didn't work the first, time, the first time. Is what I thought was hilarious. Well, like, okay, in every movie or anything, they like shoot it and it like it just instantly like pops open, open, like yeah. no well, problem. Of course, well, hang on, and it well, hang on. Why, why wouldn't so. it work? <laughs> of course, the lock works. But yeah, of course, <laughs> of course it does. Yeah. Hang on, are I'm you sure MythBusters tested it, and it would have to be. Like a perfect shot to get it to work, right? Because mo- the it's a round bullet; it's gonna yeah, ricochet it's gonna off. Ricochet off. Yeah. You'd have to shoot the body of it just right to yeah. break it so that it would open up. Well, that's yeah. why or you need never to shoot, be able to do that. Or you need to shoot like near where it is to where you can like rip out the yeah. lock. You actually Hang just on. need to like. But this is they watch next. Yeah, next, next you're gonna tell me that some movies lie, and that um, grenades aren't just. Just exploding fireballs, and they're actually a bunch of metal shrapnel that sort of explodes everywhere that really hurts you instead of a huge fireball. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in movies, I always love it when they drop like a thing of a, a grenade and it just somehow blows up a whole building. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine. Huge explosion. Right. Well, I mean, we are. Baywatch is in the great, uh, the great era of the late 80s and early 90s where anything. Like every car that gets in a car accident in an action movie, like catches, like blows up and catches fire, like like Lethal Weapon, every car blows up. Well, I don't think people understand then that and that doesn't that, happen that happens anymore, in real life. You weird. mean you mean my friend gets rear-ended, poof, both cars burning. Yeah, oh, I saw a rear end there this morning, and their bumper was dented, and I was surprised that the car had not erupted in flames because you or just exploded, exploded into yeah. pieces. I mean, you're it's almost oh, like, you hit my mirror, <laughs> boom! <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, hang on. Before we get too much into Garner, we have to remember that the reason why Craig and Gina are both at Baywatch headquarters is because Craig's not spontaneous, right? Right. She accused him of being not spontaneous, so he got mad and left. They were going and to... said, "Also, you spontaneous," and then went to work. Went to work. Nothing. They were work. fighting went about to second work. They were fighting about <laughs> visiting his parents. I don't. She know. just said that because he planned out for them to go on a trip to visit his parents. She said that he wasn't spontaneous. Like I, I, know. I didn't understand. I, I think it's either. I, I mean, the most I, I was trying to understand it. Where okay, so when Ash went on vacation. We like to plan our vacations. Like we don't like to just say, "Oh, but we'll see what we do." It's like more like, "Okay, this morning, around, and this morning we'll do this and this. And the after, then we'll, and, the, and that evening we'll do this and this." And we sort of just plan out the different stuff, even if it's you know just different places to eat or check out. Maybe that's what it was, and she wanted to just be like, "Why don't we just go there and just see what happens?" Yeah. Which I mean, me and and Nikki, that's how we do our vacation because we. We usually just lay in bed and watch trash TV and eat pizza in bed. She was when complaining. We're on vacation. She was complaining about because he kept track of how many times we went to each parent, so it was equal. Like, well, we had this planned out since last year, and it's all just so planned out. Okay. So, so yeah. really, so really, no, when you fly to New York, you plan that out. Yeah. Like that's where they were going was New York. No, no. I mean, you don't decide. Like honestly, like you know what I was thinking. I'm Next weekend, we'll just go to New so, York. Yeah. You know, Let's go to flight and run out there today. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, looking at, like, pizza, and I was like, do you know what sounds good? New York pizza. Let's so I was, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to fly to New I'm York. I'm going to fly to New York tomorrow. You, and just Wait, you don't do that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. really, I think. I told my boss today, yeah, but we're taking a long lunch because we're going to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Gina just likes 
just really hates Craig's parents and uses the spont- being spontaneous as an excuse to be like, see, you planned this out going to your parents. Uh, uh, just be more spontaneous, like staying here and not going. Yeah. So he went to second work. Yeah, I still love yeah. that. I oh. wasn't sure either if he was mad because, like, you want to say spontaneous? I thought, oh, he's going to do something like spontaneous. Like, let's go run around in the rain or something. Yeah. But he just went to work. Yeah. Or, yeah. Okay. He was so spontaneous. Get a tattoo or something. He do was so something. He was so spontaneous that she knew exactly where to find him. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I thought he was joking. Like, let's go do something stupid and spontaneous. Nope. Just no. going to work. Yeah. And then she goes to work to say she's sorry. I don't know why she goes to... Yeah, she goes to apologize. And then, the stupidest move ever. I hate when people do this in movies. So, one, at Baywatch, maybe it's because they have co-ed locker rooms. Is that why they all have to shower with their shorts on? Well, and and because they want to show the attractive people showering, and the only way to show the attractive people showering is by having them in their swimsuits. Well, so we just need to watch Baywatch unrated. Right, but they don't have that. Not yet, until HBO makes it. (laughs) <laughs> but then it's a new show. We can't go back. True. And then, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I, when she goes in to go whip him, well, first it does the serial killer view of the yes. first person view of, yeah. we, like, ducking behind the locker. Well, I know there was heavy like, heavy breathing going on, too. Like, <sighs> yeah. They made it seem like one of the convicts was coming in to stab him while he showered. Yeah. Exactly. And then... She whips him with a towel, and then my immediate thought is, you're going to lose this fight. You're in full clothes, and he's already wet yeah. and in a shower. He's just going to pull he, you into the he shower. He does not care if he gets more wet in the shower. Yeah. Like, why did you choose? Whatever. And now she's there because she loves being in hostage situations. because she's, she's always taken hostage. Yeah. She's the damsel in distress of this show. Mm-hmm. Because no one cares what Jill does. Yeah. I, I totally forgot that she gets kidnapped by the skull yeah. face pink. <laughs> Me too. Because uh, that episode's hilarious. Jill is such a nothing character. She's just pretty much there to be another female. Mm-hmm. She doesn't actually become... I mean, right. she, they're they all hostages. Take, but They have Jill, a female character, already at headquarters, and they have to write in a way for Gina to get to wherever the danger is to be taken hostage. That's how little they care about She doesn't actually get taken hostage. They're all taken hostage. Well, true. And he tries to take her hostage downstairs, but doesn't. Right. Well, I like how she... Okay, one thing I've noticed that they do at Baywatch headquarters. Like, because she heals the creepy little convict... Before she knows he's a convict. When she, they, right. he, he has he, like a cut on his cheek which, that looks worse after she helps him. Than, but than why, before. why? I think it's weird that they have all these civilians in their headquarters. Yet they just like leave them. Like, all right, you're all good, and she just walks out. Right. But, yeah. They like they walk into the the first like the the nurses station. Like right. the other guy walks in as she's leaving, and it's like, no, you don't leave strangers around medical products. Yes, it's like, like, it's like there isn't like a, <laughs> a there has to be like a like a like a like a lobby area where they this just should all be emergency situation. Yeah, but they've done this before because we had the two. Well, gosh, forever ago, those two. People who, uh, with the suitcase and the yeah. water, oh, yeah. they were just they were just hanging out with their cars in the garage, like all sorts of stuff. They were able to go wherever they wanted. That, that annoying, creepy guy who pretended to be a lifeguard just walked That's around right. and he even stole stuff. Yeah, yeah, they, they just, just they don't, don't care. care. <laughs> it's before you, you know, 
Yeah, I guess they didn't have to clock that in. That guy right. whose dad died was able to just walk around and find Jill in the basement. And like, so, yeah. the, so the paranoid convicts are there holding everybody hostage. Mm-hmm. And eventually Gardner works his way up and he's walking around Eventually. The he makes his way to a lifeguard tower, shoots it open, and tries to call headquarters. And the very astute... What what are we calling the not crazy convict? Whatever <laughs> the large the large the, 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 the larger one. Two, large, the lar- convict. large convict the more calm one the one that yeah. doesn't randomly shoot the one, the one who I think really wishes he was not partners with the other one yes. yeah because multiple times he, he's like he's like why are we taking them hostage what's your plan like what yeah, is our we can't leave we we're now stuck in here yeah. he sees the switchboard which I still question if that's really a thing I mean this the show's not that old do they really have switchboards yeah they show a switchboard because it's not a regular telephone line it's. It's just a different line I mean, uh, that goes to I guess. I don't know. Whatever. But they, they show the it very multiple s- times. Well, I know they have it. While we're talking about the switchboard, let's give a shout out because the switchboard character, he's in this episode. I forget his name. I don't know if he has yeah, one. Know. Switchboard man. Bald guy with glasses. Yeah. The, so, guy, the guy who runs the switchboard, he's in this episode. He's in the background. You get to see him in the very back yeah. when they're taking hostage. Yeah. He's just kind of standing around there. The light, but yeah, so the light the goes incredi- blinking. And the inc- incredibly astute convict notices a blinking light. Hey, hey, what hey, is what's that? that? What is that? Yeah. Oh, somebody's calling from one of the towers. Yeah. And and, and doesn't think that, like... So they somehow, an and somehow, is, why is answering a smarter choice? I don't know. And why is having... Because it would be weird if nobody answered? I don't know. And why well, is because having... they don't want... Maybe because if they don't answer, the person at that tower is going to come to headquarters and they don't want to deal with a new person coming? But why is having one of the hostages answer? Why can he pick it up and go, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of us trapped here. Just get home and get safe. Oh, okay. They don't want to... They don't want to... But instead, he has, has Mitch, and Mitch, Mitch is answer. on top of it somehow. Mm-hmm. Oh, Mitch! Mitch doesn't even blink at doing this move. Right. Oh, come on, he's a lifeguard. Yeah, that's part of the training. If you are held hostage, <laughs> this is the chapter to read on how to have a a convincing one sided phone call where you're actually telling and, the other person. And Gardner, boom! Right. right well, back. Gardner he knew. Gardner he knew right is, away. He is a cop, so he he technically is a actual cop well, so he would know how to ask questions that would come off like a normal well, and thing from, on the and from his point of view, yes and no questions yeah. his yeah. point of view makes more sense too because he's going questions like this like hey are they already there are they already there hey man you should just get home okay i'm gonna take that as they are already there because you didn't answer my question mm-hmm. <laughs> like right but the fact that mitch was able just to quickly go yes yes Bye. Or something weird like yeah. that. <laughs> and just be super awkward. Like, he was like, oh, man, no, you should only get home. I'm glad you were yeah, able to Yeah, go get up. some rest. Yeah. It's like, wow, good job, Mitch. Yeah. And then that's when Gardner says that they're, if I know who these guys are, and I think I do, they're wanted for murder or something, and they and then they broke out or something. And then since he seems to be getting better, not worse from all the blood loss, yeah. he's able to get back to headquarters, find a door... Which happens to be a heavy roll-up door. Roll it up, roll inside, get his position, and wait till I guess he shut the generator off, or they imply that he did, um, or he yeah, turned the fuel off something. so that they would come downstairs. Now, is this and a, he is this, could is jump them. Is this at the same time though? No. Is this when does the when does the 
The, the beam. The when does the beam crashing through the building? Oh, that already happened. Oh yeah, yeah. That happens right after the radio, the, the phone call yeah. or something, right? Because yeah, they, yeah, the beam breaks and then because that's Craig how crazy the storm get... is. Remember, the storm's right. so crazy that beams are breaking, but Garner just was in like sloshing, an old, yeah. sloshing water. Yeah, because Craig tries to get the gun and doesn't, and then that's when the creepy guy is like staring at Gina, or right before that or something. He was super creepy. Know. He was just creepy. And he was staring at Gina and wanted to take her downstairs. Yeah, and then I thought it was with Garner getting healthy. I wonder if Garner's like a, if it's like a video game type of thing. Like maybe he just had like a like a snack yeah. or something, and because he ate food, he got healed a little no, bit. More. You just have to you just have to wait until the screen slowly gets it fades away from being as bloody, and then you have normal health again. Yeah, yeah. You just wait it out, right? That's like so, the, the Gears of War and like Call of Duty thing. You just like you just wait, and your health like comes back. My first question was, well, one of many, when Gardner gets inside and positions himself, he shuts the generator off so that hopefully one of the bad guys will come down, which he does, and brings someone with them. Why didn't he just shoot him? Why, being shot and bleeding out and weak, did he decide it was a good idea to try and club the guy and choke him out? Yeah. Which worked very easily. Why didn't he shoot him? Uh, they don't know that he's down there. Right. So they're just going to assume that the convict shot well, they, the girl. They, they do hear... Right. Well, they hear noise. Okay, this is okay. So the... Is it the creepy one or the bigger one who goes down first? Creepy. Creepy goes down. He takes Jill. Right. right. And so Jill... He could have shot Jill. They would have thought that he shot Jill and that was it. Well, and what's right. funny is that's what you almost think happens because... I mean, we see what really happens where Garner comes out, saves Jill, they fight him together or whatever, and... And he's do- he's knocked out. They don't know what they do to him. They don't really show it. Then, because the next thing you he see beats is with the club. The next thing you see is Jill laying down. Right. So okay, here's my so so Jill and Gardner fight the little creepy one. Yes. He loses. <laughs> then the big one hears the ruckus downstairs and is like, "What's going on down there?" They and, he, and he makes Mitch go with him. Right. Did they put the creepy one outside? Because he was just gone. We don't know. He disappeared. Yeah. And they must have put him outside. They put it, or in a closet. So they go down the stairs or into the hallway or whatever, and Jill's just laying there face, face down. down. Now, is Jill acting as she's, like... She's acting. Yes. She's, like, like she's she could, pretending. She couldn't just be gone, too. She had to lay there, so it's like, oh. Which makes even less sense. So now is this, is the bigger convict now going, oh, he knocked her out and ran outside? Because the door is open. I think yeah. they were trying to get the convict to walk that way. Yeah. I don't know. It, and then we have a very heroic moment. Yeah. Of Gardner rolls out around the corner. Yeah. And one shot to the chest and dead. Out oh, like that. Yeah. Kind of hit him in the shoulder and boom, he was gone. Yeah, well, I mean, it hit Gardner in the Instant. shoulder, but it, Gardner had the healing powers of the beach. No, they yeah. shot Gardner like five times in the stomach. Like he would have, he was dead like, but this like convict, four hours ago. This convict was like lights out as soon as the bullet hit. <laughs> Well, I mean, Garner has great Cold. aim because yeah. he's able to bust open the lock. Yeah, that's true. So he probably aimed it. He, it's probably like a, what's that? Wanted? He probably oh, he 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 flung the gun and it curved and it the curved bullet. so it yeah. went into him, but then it went down through all of his intestines oh. and like and it made me cringe too because they shoot the guy who has a gun in his hand and he falls to the ground and then they all run to Gardner like. Take the gun away from the yeah, guy. Yeah, run to the you other don't even, guy. You don't even know that he's dead. He just shot him in the shoulder. Right. We don't know. We could get 
all sorts of movies where they think that they won, and all of a sudden one of the bad guys is yeah. like, just kidding. <sighs> yeah. I'm no. still here. Not here. Not this My one. favorite thing, I don't know why it just is so funny to me, but with when Garner first gets to headquarters, he like climbs up and like peeks through the window. <laughs> he was looking through the window. <laughs> but he like but he just like pops his head up and Mitch sees him and he's like, Ugh. Mitch does and, like something. ducks. <laughs> but I love that he's able to peek through because once again, Garner got <laughs> shot like five times. Yes. Yeah. And he and they were upstairs, so he had to climb up and so, blood out like, in twenty and, minutes. And, and there's still a tropical storm. Yeah. yeah. So he's climbing up the side of the building while it's super windy and pouring down rain and and, and then bl- climbs back out. down the building to crawl under said roll-up door or whatever. Oh, I don't know. It was, and nobody in there saw Mitch look outside, obviously, and do something. Yeah, and Gardner kind of handsome, <laughs> or just see his head pop up because the light, like there was like a weird like light from outside shining in, so he was just like fully lit up <laughs> by these like so, searchlights that are powered by the generator. Just the, like peeks his head. These convicts though. Make the wet bandits from Home Alone look amazing. <laughs> because cause at least the wet bandits get in trouble once they start breaking into a house. Right. Like it's like and they don't and they think no one's there and they end up just getting just torn apart by <laughs> a kid. This one, they were already safe. Garner at first. I guarantee at first Garner had no idea who they were because he did not seem suspicious of them at all. He was just trying to get people right. out of the area. And what convict goes and hides under a pier behind a pole? <laughs> yeah. You're right. Sideways. Sideways because yeah. you can't see me. Like, you can't see me. Yeah, <laughs> your stomach's sticking out. No. 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 <laughs> and he like peeks out like once or twice too and then thinks that Garner can recognize him. Well, And, and, then, and then that's like, that's the thing. He's just always so stupid. Like how hard would it have been to just hang out at headquarters all night until the storm or, and then leave and nobody knows or it's any different. Not a bad storm, just go walk somewhere. Yeah, if Gardner can be walking around, like they can well, leave. That was my thing too, is like, okay, I get <laughs> no. maybe, I get maybe not one them not nervous about getting taken to police headquarters or some other waiting area right. while the storm passes. But they I don't think he would have Gardner would have just took his gun and shot them if they said if they said, no, well, we're just going to go home, and they sprinted off, he'd probably be like, man, what are those potheads doing? What are, those guys must be high on something. Or when they uh, had them all the hostage, end. they could have just gone and stolen a car, which I'm guessing in a future episode we're going to find out isn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, well, I mean, and then and then once they were in Baywatch headquarters, it's like, just, they think you're homeless. Just wait the, like, eight hours and just leave. Right. They just think that you're some weird guys who kept saying that the the storm just came up so fast. and Yeah, we got caught under the pier. Yeah. And we were running along the beach. Because, I mean, storms... In our turtlenecks. Well, well, the tropical storms happen like that. I mean, we don't... We just forget because they only happen every eight years. Here. Yeah, they, that's a good yeah. point. They obviously had a chance to change. Yeah. Because they were not wearing prison garb. No. That's... I did not even think about that. Because it did... He did say that they just broke out, right? Yes. But yeah, they're in like jeans, and one's wearing like a flannel, and the other one has yeah. a turtleneck on, <laughs> and a gross cut on his face. I really did. That they never say how and he got it. He just started from breaking out. From breaking out. <laughs> yeah, come on. From and his teeth have like weird, 
black vertical lines. They were it his was, teeth were gross. He was he was creepy. Every every tooth was slightly farther apart from the other ones. That none of his teeth actually touched. Like <laughs> I don't know how to explain it other than creepy. Every single tooth was slightly on an island. Is that, is, is that, they're actually so far apart that he actually doesn't need a floss. You just brush his teeth like normal. And the bristles naturally go in there. Yeah, he had some weird teeth. That's why I just called him little. Creepy rat boy. He was like, I don't gross. know. He's just a weird creepy guy. He reminds me, he reminds me sort of if, if somehow um what's his face? What's 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 uh I thought you were gonna say Dave. No, I'm Dave. <laughs> well what's uh what's what's um what's his face from um Happy Days who directs all those movies? Ron Howard. What's his brother's name? Clint Howard. Something Howard. Wow. You know what I mean? But wow, has, now you yeah. are like Dave. Yeah. We're going down no, you know what I mean, though? No, the bald, bald ugly brother. Yeah. That's, uh, everybody knows that Ron Howard has a bald ugly brother. This guy looks like a creepier, <laughs> uglier version of him. Which is funny because Ron Howard's brother literally made a career of playing the weird comical relief creepy people. Yeah. Which is fine. I mean, I wonder if that lowers yourself. So if yourself. you can out-creep him, it's... <laughs> Does that lower your self-esteem if you get known for only having to play, like, oh, we need a creepy a creepy little weird guy? I don't think he cares. I think he does behind-the-scenes stuff with his brother, and I think he's perfectly fine financially. Yeah, but, it, I mean, doesn't it eventually just weigh on you, like, oh, I always have to play the ugly guy, or... I don't think so. Or if you're like, what's your face in the office, and you always play the office whore? Or if you're like, uh, or if you're just like, oh, I have to play fat girl or fat guy. That's I'm, my I'm always the stump. I'm guy. always, yeah. whenever this movie needs a fat, ugly person, I'm the guy. Exactly. And then you get angry when there's another fat, ugly guy in Hollywood. Like, yeah. damn it, they're taking all my roles. <laughs> now I gotta lose weight. <laughs> now I'm old, fat, ugly guy. Oh, man. That's a hard thing. Yeah. People don't like old, fat, ugly guys. They only like young, fat, ugly guys. They like 30-year-old, fat, ugly guys. I do think that's gonna, uh, that is a career I want because everybody, everybody needs to hire random old people in movies. And I figure, like, I'm already getting gray hair. By the time I'm 40, I could just stop doing a normal job and just be an old guy in movies. Okay. Mm. One thing we haven't talked about this. So, <laughs> going back to Eddie and Shawnee, and they're talking about stories. What about and, Oh, their first kiss stories? They talk about, right. No, and then they talk about... And I wrote this down because I didn't understand it, and then he said it again because I thought I misheard it. He says something about the watermelon baby. Oh, that's Hobie. That's Hobie. Oh, Toby. That's Hobie. Oh, yeah, Talking about the scary story. Yeah, my, yeah, my note just says scary story about watermelon baby. Like, what, what the fuck is a water... What is the <laughs> fuck is a watermelon he told, baby? He told the story. He was just a baby that... It was a kid that got the he, parents he, locked in a... Uh, and they made him just keep eating lots of watermelon. And all they fed him was watermelon. <laughs> because that's a thing. <laughs> But I like that he just says, you know what this reminds me of? The watermelon baby. And that's what he tells her. And then she's like, what? You're just trying to tell me a story to scare me. 
Yeah, and it, and, like, I, no, and I was no like, shit. I was like, he's trying to make out. Like, of course, he's telling you a scary story when it's like raining and there's thunder outside. He wants you to crawl close to him. The watermelon baby Hope. is the least scary. Mitch has taught Hobie thing. what Let's see if that's a real <laughs> how to thing. pick up chicks. Oh, the watermelon baby. See if it's a, is it a real like? Is it like one of those like urban scary, legends? Urban legends. I hope so. It wasn't in the movie Urban Legends. So I don't think Watermelon Baby is a real thing. I forgot that movie even existed. Yeah. How many did did they make multiples of those? I'm sure there's at least a second one. I mean, because every horror, I don't. How many horror movies only have one? Does that happen? It does. I feel like. I feel like almost all of them get a sequel, even if they're bad. Is there a so... sequel to Chopping Mall? Maybe <laughs> Chopping Mall Two. <laughs> Clearance rack. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm gonna. Is the watermelon baby real? It is something. Yeah. Oh, oh wow! Ooh, doing some good research here. Uh, but yeah, so he he mentions the watermelon baby, and that on 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 nights like tonight, you can still hear him howling, and then the wind goes. Well, of course. Well, yeah. the wind is blowing pretty hard, but that tarp is staying on the roof. Yeah. And I love how mature Hobie is. Like, he's there taking care of the contractors. Yeah, he gave me my word it's going to stay up on the roof. And he's, like, coordinating these contractors. And, how, and what? He's 12, okay. 11? And again, and again. Tropical storms are something that we know about for, like, weeks, I feel like. Like, whenever there's oh, no, a crazy big storm... In Florida or anything, I feel like it's on the news for like it's a coming, week before it ever hits. I mean, you you're on Stormwatch <laughs> before it actually gets there, right? Yet, Mitch just decided to repair his roof in the middle of when this is happening, and there's literally just a hole, and all that they need is a couple pots and mugs to catch the drips. Yeah, they got it. They got it under control. Maybe it's a very... Yeah, it breaks a window at headquarters. It literally tears down part of the, the okay. roof. What we're not thinking of is it's a very, very small storm. It's like only like... It's on uh, top of headquarters. It's on top of headquarters. Of headquarters. <laughs> and everything else is just in the frame. That's the... why Gardner was okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just super small. Because, I mean... Because, yeah, we didn't bring up the fact that Gina drives to... Yeah, yeah she drove Craig, in yeah. it. Craig drove in it. Craig drove. Yeah, whatever. But the criminals, they got a they got a shelter in place. It was very plot convenient storm. And and because this is, we were missing the whole plot of the radio station. Yeah. Because what's his face drove to the radio station. Lots of people drove to the yeah. radio station to do their interview. Yeah, random random like, goth Asian girl. And stoner guy with ponytail mm-hmm. who doesn't believe that Thorpe is a lifeguard and then thinks that Trevor is British. And yeah, they're there to audition to be the surf report. But they all drove they all drove in the rain. Like if this was such a bad storm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure this mass interview would Well, have I think like, they got there, but then now they're not allowed to but leave. But eventually they got stuck. Yeah. But the storm doesn't just come instantly. So if it was that bad, they would have said, you know, we're not gonna do these interviews today. Yeah. No. <clears throat> That's silly. Um And we don't know who gets the job because this episode that just wasn't ends. That important. Like Garner shoots <clears throat> the guy and, and then the episode's like credits. Just over. Yeah. It's like yeah, Thorpe says some something dumb at the interview, and that's where like the like 
like credit scene like is like because all the episodes after like the fifth episode they all start they all end with this weird like wink or like emotional thing like first, oh, like like a, like a very sitcom-y way of ending yeah things. they all have this weird sitcom ending now where it's like oh oh <laughs> thorpe uh, yeah and the music plays incredible yeah exactly but uh, yeah it, like because like it my notes even just mentioned like it just abruptly ends it's just like garner shoots the guy hobie gets a kiss on the cheek from jenny lewis and episode's over. over oh okay all right, no resolution, nothing. It's just well, the bad guy's dead, so yeah, there wasn't anything to resolve. And Jenny Lewis's parents are able to come pick them up in this, like, come pick her up in the storm. It really too. depends who you are. <laughs> the storm yeah. is or just where matter, you are. The storm yeah. is just a matter of convenience. Yeah, the, no, the storm. Uh, if you're if you're Eddie and Shawnee, the storm is way too bad. So you have to have a fire that. Is he throwing wood on the fire in their internal fire? Like I don't. If you if you need the character to be trapped, the storm is category five. Yes. If they need to get somewhere, it's a it's a heavy rain. The, the storm has double standards depending on what character you are. Like, but it's a lot. It's, it's like, oh, sorry, you guys are for children. And... It discriminates. <laughs> yeah. It is a discriminatory storm. All right. Um, is could there is. Is 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 Garner lifeguard of the week because he's the only person who does anything in this well, episode? To me, lifeguard of the week, or li- uh, most valuable lifeguard goes to Eddie just for finally banging Shawnee. About time. It's been. They don't bang. They just yeah, they, they make out and have a dream sequence they awkwardly, together. Awkwardly make out. <laughs> yeah. Well, still about damn time. Come on, Eddie. It's been <laughs> obvious. No, it hasn't, Eddie. Eddie is the most oblivious person, <laughs> as we come to find out in the next episode. He's just the most oblivious and, like, normally trusting person who is just like, oh, yeah, you do have a problem with your zipper. That totally makes sense. So I, I think Eddie, Garner makes sense because he pretty much is the only I one think, who does something. I have to yeah. give it to Sears one this week, and I'm going Garner, but mostly because his, uh, of his uh, regenerative powers. <laughs> it's pretty incredible that you can get waterboarded for 20 minutes after being shot and bleeding. He's it black wasn't, Wolverine. It wasn't like he got the wind knocked out of him because he had a bulletproof vest on. They showed he was bleeding. Yeah. And he did nothing to stop it. So for 20 minutes he bled and then walked around and gained energy. So that's impressive. I think it was the cold ocean water froze the wound shut. So, yeah. It, that was impressive. So I've got to give it to him. Yeah, I mean, he's the only person who does anything. He he rolls over, he walks and leans against a pole, he takes yeah. a few shots at a lock. I mean, if it weren't for him, we would just be watching conversations happening while people just sit inside. <laughs> yeah, so with that, if you breathe air or you eat food, you should definitely go like this. Like our Instagram, like our Facebook, and share it. If you don't do those things, then you have other issues. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. Bye.